0: Brandon Baxter.
1: In the, in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry.
0: Good morning, Brandon Baxter.
1: Here we go. Today is Wednesday. It's July the seventh of twenty twenty one. Hope you guys are ready to tackle Wednesday. I don't know why it feels like Tuesday. It does. You know. Mm-hmm. Here we here we sit. Halfway. <laughs> like when we get done with the day, the week is halfway over already. Yeah. So. Uh, we had the chance to go to the gym. I feel all jacked and swollen.
0: And yeah, motivated. saw those pictures. And
1: feel motivated and all that stuff. Yeah. You know. Then we went out and uh, we got our protein shakes and uh, had to finance them
0: <laughs> for the whole family. <laughs>
1: No, seriously, though, it is good to be able to go out and, you know, hang out with uh, your family and do a workout like that. Yeah. Because I never had the intention of trying to exercise at all as a kid. I was the one who always had my mom write the excuses to give to my coaches, so I did not have to go and do any type of exercise.
0: You were the kid that thought you had asthma, but you never really were ever diagnosed.
1: A hundred percent. No, I had it. I had an inhaler. I had a breathing machine as well. I had very severe cases of
0: Brandon. I
1: did. No, I really
0: did. Are you talking about when you were like a slow bid as a
1: medication? You ever heard of slow bid and prednisone? And I really did. I had really bad asthma and I had to go get a breathing treatment. And every time I would get sick, my mom would give me a breathing treatment and I'd have to sit there and breathe into that little hose thing. Mm -hmm. And I thought for sure that if I had to do a breathing treatment, I was going to probably not make it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Imagine me with the anxiety of asthma. Mm hmm. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it might have been the worst thing you could have. Oh, and I would always
1: have it. So mm-hmm. then every time they would be like, oh, it's time to run a mile in gym class. I'm like, ah, oh, asthma. <laughs> time Just to in play. case, asthma. It's time to play basketball. Asthma.
0: Three push-ups, asthma.
1: <laughs> you want me to hang from that bar? Asthma. <laughs> One time I used that as an excuse for a book report. I got asthma.
0: And the poor children who actually have it. No, I did have
1: it. Oh. I think I grew out of it.
0: No, you can do that.
1: Yeah, I think I did. So anyway, today uh, is July the 7th. It is National Father-Daughter-Take-A-Walk Day, which is pretty sweet. Uh, Also National Strawberry Sunday Day, National Macaroni Day, Chocolate Day. Hmm. One of the days that Kelly struggles with the most out of the year is (laughs) To Tell the Truth Day. (laughs) Okay. This is always a struggle bus for her.
0: Today on the show, we're going to have... A moment of truth with Brandon Baxter, and you're going to answer five uh-uh. truths. No,
1: no, we're not. No, we're not.
0: I will be asking the questions. No. If you'd like to ask a question, just tweet me. No,
1: that is dumb. One of the dumbest things I've ever heard. We're not going to do that. Kelly because, on BBITM. Because people tell my wife what I say. Even if she doesn't hear it, it's like there's people giving reports. It's fine. Everybody you, has a job. You notice that, though? Oh, I heard what you said. Did you Did you actually listen to it? No, but somebody told me. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Thanks for telling on me. It's also National Dive Bar Day today, so we'll celebrate dive bars. we
2: spend the weekend in the deep end of a bar. You remember that
1: one? I When I think of bars, I love to think of the Joe Diffie song, too, because I think about the jukebox.
3: Drop me up beside
1: the jukebox if I die.
2: Lord, I want to go to heaven.
1: Sounds good to me.
2: Prop me up, up beside the jukebox if I die.
1: So celebrate your favorite dive bars today. I love, I love this bar. bar. It's my kind of place,
2: man. I love this bar. Oh, yeah. It's my kind of place.
4: Just walking through the front door.
2: Puts a
1: big smile on my face.
4: It ain't too far. Uh,
1: come as you come are. Come as you are. Sing it, Kelly. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> that was the Crash Test Dummies. That was not that song.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> anyway, thanks for getting up and starting your morning with us, y'all. You can find us on Instagram, Brandon Baxter in the morning on Instagram.
0: You can find me on Instagram, Kelly Perry on the radio.
2: Let's throw one back. On this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning.
0: So the year was
1: 2005 and Rascal Flatts had the number 1 song in country music on this day. I see a day. Sixteen years ago today, this was number one. Some rascal flats, fast cars, and freedom. 2005, it was at the top of the charts. Yes. do it one more time. It's Rascal Flatts. Rascal Flats, Fast Cars, and Freedom. It was number one on this day in 2005.
2: Brandon Baxter in the morning.
1: All right, doing Wednesday morning. It's July the 7th. And y'all, as always, Kelly
2: Perry. Well, she's got three words for you.
0: Good morning, Arkansas.
2: Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip.
1: All right, gotcha gossip this morning on Britney Spears. Oh, So, evidently, you know, we've kind of covered the drama and the conservatorship and all the stuff and the courtroom testimony and her dad, all the stuff that's been going on and all this negativity and Britney escapes to Hawaii. And now we've heard a couple of crazy things over the last uh, couple of days. Number one, Britney's longtime manager, his name is Larry Rudolph. He's resigned Hmm. like he's managed her forever. Mm -hmm. And he's basically saying that he hasn't talked to Britney in over two and a half years and at this point, he believes that she really might be ready to retire. Wow. And he's stepping away, which is a... I mean, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So Brittany's longtime manager who was there to build her career no longer is a part of her career. There's also talk that the person who was her attorney, uh, who was appointed by the courts, has resigned as well. He's What's been a part... Happening? He's been a part of the deal for the last 13 years. And he's walking away too. So... It's interesting that these stories are coming out. When you think about the manager, you think about the attorney walking away, you would think there's something else going on here. But we don't we don't know exactly what it is, but there seems to be continually some drama around Britney Spears and
0: that conservatorship. Got gotcha gossip on David Schwimmer. And we're
1: talking about Friends. We're talking Ross Geller and Marcel.
2: No one told you way job's joke you
1: it's like you're always stuck, stuck in, in second gear when it hasn't been your day, day, day your week your month even your year oh yeah
0: All right, so get this. During Season 1 of Friends, Ross had a pet monkey named Marcel. Well, in real life, David Schwimmer hated working with the two monkeys that played that part. And he talked about that in the reunion, too. Well, over the years, he's trash-talked the monkeys, saying that they often ruined takes by not doing what they were supposed to do. And they also bit him, and they threw poop at him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the guy who trained the monkeys like has come out to say something a little bit different. He says, none of those things ever happened, and David was just jealous. Oh, Quote, Schwimmer was fine with the monkeys for the first couple of episodes and happy to be there. But people would laugh at the monkey, and I think he got jealous because it wasn't him getting the laughs. No. He says, he goes on to say, this is the trainer of Marcel. He seemed to get a little bit bitter. He seemed to be a little bitter. uh, He seemed to get a little better about them after that. But... Anyway, Marcel's trainer speaks. David Schwimmer was just jealous of the monkey.
1: All right. (laughs) Hey, Got Your Gossip today on Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost. Congratulations to them. Of course, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow, Colin Jost from Weekend Update on SNL. They've announced that they're expecting their first child. So they say Scarlett's actually due fairly soon. She and Colin are thrilled. Uh, One of the things that people are talking about is how she's canceled so much press. And the press that she's doing right now is all via Zoom from the shoulders up. Mm. Like they were trying to hide the fact that she was carrying the child. So congratulations to Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost
0: expecting parents. Got you gossip on Kim Kardashian West. So you can say goodbye to Kim Kardashian West Beauty. What? I'm just kidding. It's it's kind of temporary. Okay. So Kim Kardashian announced that she would be shutting down her brand's website to give her label a brand new look. So she's doing a whole new revamp. Now, why would you think she's doing that, Brandon?
1: Why would she want to revamp
0: it? I don't know, because it seems like it's pretty successful. Well, it's KKW. It's Kim Kardashian West, and oh. she's going through the divorce of Kanye West and all that kind of stuff. So there's that. Well, Kim goes on to explain that she is going to be shutting down her website August 1st. Her plans are to eventually bring everything back huh. with a makeover so it's going to be back completely brand new with new formulas new modern innovative and packaging's going to be different to for a better sustainable look So all of this stuff, now there's a lot of people just thinking she's just going to kind of revamp it so there's not the W in there or just losing the West, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but
1: she could do KKW for like Kim Kardashian wearables or wares or something like that. And
0: maybe she will. We don't know. But um, she's also going to announce eventually that she's going to do a home line. So we're talking about candles, room scents, throws, decorative items for your house. She's going to be fine. She takes over the world. Even if she doesn't come back with a KKW or that company, Mm. she's going to be fine. Did you like the skims that you bought um i have not bought any skims yet
1: oh i thought you yeah that wasn't you who bought the skims no it no. wasn't <laughs> what's wrong with them
0: nothing's wrong with them they look really comfortable there's all different kinds yeah
1: i enjoy mine so <laughs> and of course every morning here on brandon baxter in the morning we got you gossip
2: brandon baxter in the morning
1: so i want to tell you a snake story uh, if you heard the show or the podcast, uh, we detail the fact that my son has his second snake. Um, it's a corn snake this time, a little tiny snake. And on Friday, he he um, the delivery came. He got the snake, and within thirty minutes, uh, we didn't know where it was. They thought and how it. How
0: long did you look for it?
1: Five hours. <laughs> they thought it escaped, but it was tucked away inside of a a branch in the enclosure. <laughs> <laughs> I remember looking at Kai going, Kai, there's no way that snake is is big enough to open the lid. Yeah. But Daddy's gone. He's just not there. I've looked everywhere. Five hours later, he's giggling because the snake popped its head out of the log. <laughs> so, but here's what I was thinking. Like, oh my gosh, how long are we going to have to live with the snake just going through the house? Like, will the snake go for warmth and go outside? Or will the snake just hang out in the house? So the good news is the snake that the little corn snake that we have isn't very big, but there is a story from Austria mm-hmm. where there was uh, a snake guy. Uh, he owns some snakes. And the problem was that the snake that this guy owned was about five feet long Mm-mm. and escaped. <laughs> no. Yeah, he didn't know where a snake went. And the issue was that uh, he looked for him, couldn't find him. And evidently somehow it went through the um, I don't know if through a toilet. But he, don't it, don't uh-huh. stop. It's one of those. Uh-uh. Like through the pipes, but it didn't mm. even stay in the pipes of the guy who was the snake handler. No, it went into the pipes of a 65 year old <gasps> man who went to sit down uh-uh. on said no. toilet and he felt something <laughs> pinching at him
0: oh, no. no,
1: and the snake, had, can't. the snake had bit him.
0: We can't unhear this story on every single per- wait. No, no, Mm -hmm. no. Mm
2: -hmm. There.
1: It. No. The guy sits down. No. He does not own a snake. He's 64.
0: (laughs) He's not even thinking about any type of reptile.
1: He's not thinking there's going to be a reptile in the toilet. And all of a sudden he goes, he feels it. And he looks down and there's a snake. It had bit him right there. Thankfully, the snake isn't poisonous. The guy had to go to the hospital, (laughs) was treated for minor injuries. The neighbor might face charges for negligence because mm-hmm. the snake was in the pipe and no. bit the guy
0: there. Do you know how many people are going to look down before they sit today?
1: I know. Uh, I'm telling you, you should do it every single time. Oh my! God. I recommend looking. Especially oh. you. Why me?
0: You have two snakes at your house. Yeah, but
1: hopefully they no, don't say that. I can't let my wife hear this story.
0: You told me that that little corn snake could go into a straw.
1: It could, yeah, it's so little right now, it could go right down the straw.
0: Our nose holes and ear holes uh-uh. oh, are bigger than a straw. Let's not talk about okay, that. Okay, I'm just That's telling you, you're the good. one that has it.
2: Brandon Baxter in the morning.
1: So I told you we went to the gym and uh, took Leslie and Kai and we were all happy. Our first family experience at workout anytime, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it went pretty well and I got my pump on and I felt pretty good. Leslie was a little more aggravated because she felt like she got more of the kid duty and
0: mm-hmm. I totally get that. But it's like it, <clears throat> it.
1: It wasn't intended to be that. Of
0: course. Way. You know what of I'm
1: saying? Course. But like I got motivated. I'm like, boom, I'm gonna kill it today. Kill it. Yeah. Well you know, you start to work out and you start to feel good and you just uh, want to keep on going. Yeah. So anyway, uh, at the end of it where we say our goodbyes and all that kind of different stuff and we're leaving and we've taken a million pictures and all that silly stuff. Who are we,
0: you saying your goodbyes to? Oh, everybody. Oh, was it like a parade or like a, a farewell like thing? That's what, or? That's what
1: happens when I go places. Oh, we,
0: people give you a farewell.
1: Basically. Well, okay. we did say, we had to say bye to a lot of people because okay. people are nice to us. So yeah. we're saying bye to everybody and we get in the truck and, uh, Kai's like, Hey y'all, Literally, we just finished the workout. <laughs> you want to go get some ice cream? Oh, and I'm like, you know what? That's a great <laughs> idea, because I have heard that if you're going to have any type of sugary thing, it's always best right after your workout.
0: Oh, don't tell me that.
1: With the idea being, that's the time where your body is going to be able to kind of just tear through it
0: and hmm. it tastes really good. Yeah.
1: So we had that big debate on, man, are we going to go get some ice cream? And I was like, I was kind of
0: for it. <laughs> no, I'd always be for it. And I love it because I have three kids. Yeah. So there's always going to be one when you sit down in a car somewhere, someone's going to say, we should go get some ice cream. Right. And I'm always like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea.
1: Right. And then Leslie was the one who shot it down. I've worked out too hard today. I just worked out too hard to have ice cream. I don't think she says ice cream like that. Ice cream. Ice cream. So I was like, uh, we'll take <laughs> mom home and me and you're going to go get some ice cream. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> But I didn't get it. But like for whatever reason, it's become a weakness again. I loved it as a kid. And I was looking up the other day because I was trying to um, my favorite ever is that Baskin Robbins peanut butter chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's the best ever ice cream like I've ever had in my entire life. And I'm 44 years old. Mm-hmm. Never had better ice cream. It's the ice cream that reminds me of my childhood. So I went to baskinrobbins.com dot com and I was trying to figure out the closest Baskin Robbins <laughs> because there was there was a time where you could see Baskin Robbins in some different gas stations. Yeah. You yeah. know, like if you go to the main Baskin Robbins store, like there's 30, was it 32 flavors mm-hmm. or 31 flavors? I can't remember. Right. But you go through there and they'd always have the peanut butter and chocolate. But if I saw like Baskin Robbins on the side of the interstate, I'm going, I'm going there. I'm going to get my ice cream. And they had like 12. Right. And they didn't have the one I like. Or six. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe I can just have it shipped. Can you have ice cream shipped? I'm sure you can have everything shipped. So i can sure have, you can. I can have peanut butter and chocolate ice cream shipped to me. Sure. Have you ever had it from Baskin Robbins?
0: A long time ago.
1: Because it's not like just like the peanut butter's mixed in there. It's like these big, thick
0: globs. Oh, it's
1: so good. Gotcha. Yeah, it does it sound is so good. good. I was reading this uh, survey about ice cream and they were talking about like ways people prefer it. Let me give you the options. You tell me which one you would choose. You can either go with a cup of ice cream, a sugar cone of ice cream, or a waffle cone for your ice
0: cream. Which one do you go with? It would be 100% waffle cone because there's more. And I love the crunch with my ice cream. Yeah. So it'd either be waffle cone or sugar cone. Just a cup.
1: No. See, Kai would be more of like, hey, I want the cup because it's simpler. It's not going to get on his hands. My kids are like that, too. What is wrong with children? I don't,
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I want I, the waffle cone. Oh. with that, that gets the most ice cream in. Yeah. I'm going all out if I'm eating ice cream.
1: Oh, yeah. Me, too. How many scoops? At least two. The same ice cream, or do you mix the ice creams?
0: I've done both, but I love to mix. See, I'm not a mixer. You want to know my, my favorite mix? What's your favorite mix? It's strawberry and Rocky Road. That's disgusting. But it's you eat them at different times. So there's just one little spot where you ha- they kind of mix. It's fine. All right. Do you know how long it's been since I've done that? A really long
1: time. It sounds but good, though. You want to go get some ice cream this one That morning? sounds great. Hey, if anybody has a Baskin-Robbins around you, will you please let me know where I need to go? Because I'm afraid I'll drive to some place and it's closed. Or they'll have the 12
0: and they don't have the peanut butter one.
1: I need peanut butter and chocolate Baskin-Robbins. If Baskin-Robbins is in your town, please, you can message me on Facebook, Brandon Baxter in the morning. This is obnoxious. Instagram, Brandon Baxter in the morning. Twitter, Brandon on BBITM. I need to know where I can go to get my ice cream. I need my ice cream fix. I worked out. I deserved to eat ice cream.
4: (laughs) I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's
0: crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So when people are busted for drugs, they have a tendency to blame someone else. As if the other people hid their drugs in their own pockets. Well, this kind of takes that a step further. 31-year-old man in Northern Ireland, a guy named Declan Butcher was arrested for drugs recently when police responded to a disturbance outside a bar. They found Declan hiding in a bathroom, and they discovered something. Declan had a small bag filled with an illegal white powdery substance on him, but it wasn't in his pockets. It was tucked between his cheeks.
1: Oh, in his mouth. I'd be afraid I'd swallow it.
0: Well, no,
1: not in his mouth. No, you said in between his cheeks. No. No. So... You're, no. No, not the ones up here. No. Uh-uh. No. They were different cheeks. Okay. Yeah,
0: well the police asked Declan about it and he <laughs> played dumb, claiming that the baggie must have been put there by someone
1: else. That is a perfect explanation. <laughs> so... I normally store all kinds of stuff in other people's butt cheeks. <laughs>
0: So, Declan has not been making good choices the last few years. He was previously arrested five years ago after getting into a public fight with two other men. And at that time, he had a total of 51 convictions already in his life. Oh, my gosh. I know. Speaking of hiding things, Brandon's wife found out that he was cheating on her after she found all the letters he was hiding. No. She got mad and said she is never playing Scrabble with him again. Oh, my just that a joke. That is awful. It's a joke. That is awful. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning.
1: I was reading this deal because I like to cook. I've been, I told you I've started smoking meats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did some, some uh, cheeseburgers on the grill last night. Yeah. And they're really good. Kai never, I've told you before, he hates my cheeseburgers. Did you put ranch in them? No, I didn't do that. Maybe that's why. Kelly, I've made them other ways, and I've tried to flatten them, you know, like real flat, like a a different, you know, one of those flat steak burger looking gimmicks. Well, what made made him like them? The charcoal.
0: You really think that's it? He's heard you talk about it.
1: No, he normally would say, "I hate this." He like he's not gonna he's not gonna sugarcoat it. If he doesn't like it, he's gonna tell me he doesn't like it every bite. Wow, the charcoal made the difference. Okay, that flavor, I guess. I was reading this thing that was talking about uh, different things in uh, like questionable cooking habits. I want to go through these and see if you do some of these things because I would imagine anybody who has ever come to your house to eat probably uh, possibly Listen. could suffer.
0: Oh, that's actually rude, but go ahead. I'll, no. let you know, I'll be honest.
1: Okay, so here's things that people do. Uh, a lot of people, about 65% of people will just kind of eyeball ingredients, like if you have to use, you know, half a cup of something, they don't get out the measuring cup because then it gets dirty and they just kind of guess.
0: I'm, I'm one of the ones that gets everything dirty and I, cause I don't feel like I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. So if I don't follow the directions, I'm going to mess it up.
1: Right. Okay. So you're going to be one who gets out all the measuring cups. Mm-hmm. I've noticed over the course of time, I think I kind of guess like if you need three quarters of a cup of water for your taco meat, I'm just kind of
0: guessing. Now that. there is one thing I guess on craft macaroni and cheese when you have to, to pour the milk in. Yeah. I do kind of eyeball the milk. Okay.
1: So you admit that? Uh, They say a lot of us don't follow our recipes. Like, we kind of have a general idea. Like, for me, that's what I do with uh, Mexican chicken. That casserole, or what we call Dorito casserole. Like, I just kind of guess at it. I'm never really sure that I do it the same way.
0: Yeah, and that's what my mom used to do. She would, I'd be like, I'd go into the kitchen and there'd be nothing to eat. I'm like, what are we going to eat tonight? Oh, I don't know. We'll see what we have. And then all of a sudden we come in there and she has made this unbelievable meal out of odds and ends in the kitchen. And I'm like, what? How does this happen?
1: I think there's a website that helps you with that. Like you go to the website and you like, I have these ingredients and it comes up with a meal for you. I need that. Yeah. No, I think there is okay. either a website or an app that does that. Cause that's a pretty good idea. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, like my grandmother, uh, Nana Doris had cookbooks everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, you just flip through the cookbook. I want this, but it's just like, I don't know if people even have that because of the internet anymore. Uh, they say a lot of people, and this is, I can see you doing this and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to. Be derogatory. Of in
0: course, any of course.
1: But let me tell you the number. 40% of people will use a spoon and taste something and then use the same spoon to continue either mixing or cooking. I don't do that. That's a lie.
0: No, I really don't. Because the thing I'm thinking about is when I like taste the spaghetti, yep. like the spaghetti sauce mm-hmm. to see what it needs. Mm-hmm. That or and I have a, a, a different spoon for that. I don't take it out of the big. You take it out of the big spoon. Look at me in the face. It's my family. (laughs) You are trying to make me look bad when you do it. Why are you yelling at me today? Because I just caught you. Why are you yelling?
1: (laughs) How about this one? A lot of people, about a third of people, will rinse their chicken in the sink. And I just watched a deal on this. Because some people think it's better to wash your chicken before you cook it. Have you ever heard that? I really have never heard that. My wife told me, oh, you got to wash that chicken. And I'm like, no, you don't have to wash the chicken. But what they say happens when you start to wash the chicken, number one, it can change the temperature of said chicken. At the same point, it also says that when that water is hitting the chicken, it's sending the bacteria all over your kitchen. They say that if you're worried about the bacteria, just cook your food. I want to know who they is. No, people people believe it. I guarantee if we said, do you wash your chicken? I'm so
0: tired of they.
1: 30 or 40% of people would say they wash their chicken. They splatter the bacteria everywhere. Hmm. Uh, about a quarter of people don't rinse their fruits or vegetables.
0: No, I do that.
1: I do that too. But I've started to scrub them more.
0: Because there's been too many weird stories on people that have gotten something and then they realize it came from lettuce or a strawberry that they didn't rinse off or something. Yeah. It makes me nervous. Well,
1: especially the stuff you can just go pick up like cucumbers or if you just pick up like a potato. How many hands have been on that one?
0: (laughs) Or like a peach. How many people have felt that peach to see if it was the right
1: peach? Right. I'm telling you, I feel a lot of peaches. Okay. 15% of people don't wash their hands when they're cooking. A lot of people use the same cutting board for their raw meat and then their vegetables. No, I don't do that. Yeah. So all this different stuff, hopefully through this. Yeah. We have taught you something today, something not to do. Like, don't take your spoon, take a bite, and then stir it for the family, even though I might mm-hmm. have done that before. You don't have to rinse your chicken. You don't have to do that. Think about the bacteria Ugh. and the cutting board thing. That's really gross. Mm-hmm. Like, I will chop my vegetables first, yeah, and yeah. then I'll, I'll beat the chicken. So, Knocking out birthdays here in just about four minutes. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Hang on. (laughs) Do you have a second? (laughs) And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays.
3: Happy
0: birthday to you.
3: Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday.
2: Happy birthday to you.
1: Well, well, well! Time for birthday sport today. It's Wednesday, July the seventh of twenty twenty one. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go! Happy birthday goes out to Tim Beard, who celebrates today. Zach Jessings of Jonesboro, Luke Ferguson. Happy birthday, Dina Decker of Jonesboro has a birthday. Todd Clark is celebrating. Evan House. Of Steele, Missouri is turning 32. This says love from your wife and your daughter. So happy birthday, Evan. And also happy anniversary today to Donald and Paula Neer of Jonesboro. They've been married 25 years today. So happy anniversary. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities.
0: Ashton Irwin is 27 uh, in five seconds of summer.
1: Five Seconds of Summer. That's the most recent
0: pop-up.
2: Ashton
1: Irwin, Five Seconds of Summer, 27 today.
0: Allie Brooke from Fifth Harmony is 28. Gave it to me, I'm worth it. Oh, this song was big. Baby, uh-huh, Allie Brooke, 28, Fifth Harmony. Michelle Kwan is 41. She was a figure skater and Olympic silver medalist. Jim Gaffigan... Is 55 today. What is he saying? Hot pocket. Yeah,
1: he's really funny. He really is. And none of it's dirty. Right. Like that's comedy that we could even sit down with Kai and let him watch. Mm -hmm. And it's real funny. Yeah. Like I always look forward when I see one of his uh, stand up specials on Netflix. It's like boom, instant. My kids love him.
0: And Ringo Starr is 81 today.
2: (laughs) Of course, you know the Beatles. Hey, June. Don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better.
1: Happy birthday to Ringo Starr, who's 81 today. Together. Right now. Over me, There you go, Ringo Star. Ringo Starr from the Beatles, 81 years old today.
0: And a happy birthday today to Maddie Marlowe, who's 26. She's half of the country duo Maddie and Tay. How
2: does he sleep at night? Mama the nervous guy to leave me so easy. Am I gonna be Maddie
1: Marlowe, Maddie and Tay, 26. Go so keep
2: on climbing though the ground might shake. Just keep See if you
1: remember this, Maddie and Tay.
2: Girl in
5: good for, good for you and your all
1: the It's Maddie Marlowe's birthday for Maddie and Tay. Tay. They have a new single out. It's called Woman You Got. The video's really cute, too. He'll
2: say you love me.
1: Happy birthday to Maddie Marlowe, Maddie and Tay. She's 26 today.
2: Brandon Baxter in the morning. So every year,
1: a study goes and looks at the big fast food chains that are nationwide. And they they look at uh, customer satisfaction to figure Mm -hmm. out which fast food restaurant uh, pleases their customers the most. And for the seventh year in a row, a big congratulations to Chick-fil-A.
0: And I think I know their secret. What is it? All right. So there, it's about, you know, pleasing people as far as customer service. What do they say to you every time they take your order? Every time you ask them something, what do they say? It's our pleasure. My pleasure. Our pleasure. It's like ingrained in them. And I just think that's almost like some of the, I don't know, the secret to it. They're
1: really, really good. No. And that's the thing, man. You drive by really, if you go anywhere across the country Mm -hmm. and you look at Chick-fil-A, they're going to be jam packed. And it's going to be the same. It's crazy. So Chick-fil-A is number one as far as customer satisfaction. Number two, Domino's. So that's good. KFC, Starbucks, and Five Guys kind of round out the top five. So Mm. congratulations, though, again, to Chick-fil-A. If you're in the drive-thru right now, honk that horn and let them know that we're talking about
2: it. Brandon Baxter in the morning.
1: All right, here we are Wednesday morning, July the 7th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well,
2: she's got three words for you. Good
0: morning, Arkansas!
2: This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning.
1: We have Country Music News today on Morgan Wallen. I love you more
3: than a California sunset, more than a beer when you So, a
1: pretty sweet story. Morgan Wallen has sent a video message to a fan who was injured by a drunk driver last year. So, unfortunately, the young lady is still confined to a wheelchair. Uh, everybody knows she's working really hard to be able to walk again, but she's a huge fan of Morgan Wallen. and He heard about the story and sent her a private message, of Aww. course. Um, he didn't publicize it, but her family did. They put it out there because they wanted people to see the type of person that Morgan Wallen can be. Uh, here's some audio from the video, Morgan Wallen talking to the young lady who was injured.
4: Hi, Kayla. It's Morgan Wallen. I heard about your story. I just wanted to say it touched me, and I'm glad you made it through. I can't comprehend what you're going through, what you've been through. But I just want to let you know I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. I, I'm inspired by you. I really appreciate you listening to my music. I'm glad that it means something to you. That means a lot to me. Uh, I hope that I can meet you one day. Hopefully we can hang out or you can at least come to a show or something. But I just wanted to let you know that that I'm aware of what you're going through and, and that I hope it gets better. God bless you. I hope to see you soon.
1: Sweet Aww. message from Morgan Wallen. And again, you can go to uh, the social media platforms to check out Morgan Wallen and his, his message to the injured fan.
0: We have country music news today on Luke Combs. She got the best to me. So Luke Combs recently posted a photo of himself during an appearance at a concert event in Mack, Colorado, and the picture has this ten-year-old fan in the picture with him, whose name is Jace Rogers. So in the picture, the the boy has a sign that says, "I want to sing with you." That's all he had. That's all he was holding up. Well, in an interview with Jace's mom, she says that he finds his love through music. He wakes up in the morning, all he does is sing, and he's just a happy kid, and he likes to sing. Well. She had won tickets from a radio contest, and once she was there, she was really grateful for the crowd Mm -hmm. because just with that sign, she said that the people, the fans, kind of started pushing him up towards the front. Oh, wow. So she said all of a sudden, Luke Combs reaches down, grabs him like it was nothing, just pulls him up on stage, and, you know, wow. No,
1: made that kid's life.
0: Forever. He will remember that forever. That's really sweet. But Luke Combs has a brand new song out right now. This is what it sounds like. they got whiskey river on the jukebox, a hockey tonk
3: sawdust dance floor, a on five-o'clock road clock, and plenty down many when you walk on more of this broke
2: not fool, on an old bar stool, drinking beer almost as cold as you.
1: It's called Cold As You, it's the next single from Luke Combs, so you'll be hearing that one on the radio very, very soon. All right, country music news today on John Party. So, John Party was mind. on The Ellen DeGeneres Show and had the chance to perform his latest single. It's called Tequila Little Time. Here's John Party.
5: You're too pretty, and I wear a smile. Hope oh, you don't mind
6: if I sit down for a while. Come on.
2: sound you bring I want to keep a time with you talking
1: So you can check that out if you go and uh, watch the Ellen show it's John Party it's also up on their socials as well.
0: We've got country music news today on Jimmy Girl, what's your name with
2: your train Yeah what's your face so
0: Jimmy Allen and Brad Paisley took the stage on Good Morning America as part of the show's annual concert series and Brandon, they performed your favorite song I think maybe of all time It's their current single together It's called Freedom Was a Highway which is off Jimmy's Betty James album But here's Jimmy Allen and Brad Paisley I wish I could go
2: back to those days When the town was the whole world Love was the girl next door Soundtrack was a song in the dark I miss those days
0: Jimmy Allen and Brad Paisley. Freedom was the highway and it's out now.
1: That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show.
0: Brandon Baxter in
2: the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. Alright,
1: so today is July the 7th and today in pop culture in 1802 the very first comic book was published in New York. Hmm. It was called The Wasp. So, that was in 1802. Should be a big day at the Comic Ninja. You can yeah, celebrate comic Yeah, definitely. Books. Uh, today in pop culture in 1969, the Beatles released this song right here. here
7: comes the sun.
1: Here comes
3: the sun. I say it's all right.
1: Today in pop culture in 1984, Prince went to number one on the Hot 100 chart with this song.
2: Why do we scream at each other?
1: Also today in Pop Culture in 1984, Bruce Springsteen was number one on the album charts with Born in the USA. Pop culture in 1987, Alabama re-released the album called "Feels So Right." So it was it was released in '81, and they released it again in '87. And guess what? It went to number one again. It featured this one. The album also featured this one. There's
2: an old flame burning in your eyes. How about that?
3: The tears can't drown and makeup can't disguise.
1: Again, it's Alabama, the other big single from the album.
2: Baby, let me face
1: And today in pop culture in 1990, George Strait hit five weeks at number one with this one.
4: And he said, let me tell you a secret about a father's love,
3: a secret that my daddy said
4: was just between us.
5: He said, daddies don't just love their
2: children every now and then.
4: It's a love
2: without end, amen. It's 1990.
4: Today is July
1: the 7th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Ladies and gentlemen,
2: this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. All right,
1: we're joined this morning by Meredith Pierce from the Foundation of Arts in Jonesboro, FOAJonesboro.org. Hey, Meredith, how are you this morning? Hey, I'm great. How are you guys? Hey, we're good, and I, I do want to say right now that we're about to do an interview with about thirty seconds worth of prep work. So, uh,
0: yeah, this yeah. is <laughs> going to be this is
1: really going to be a test on your ad lib ability. Okay,
0: don't
6: put okay, pressure on comments, her. I think I think enough doing enough live theater has okay. trained me well.
2: Yeah,
1: we go. and see, I'm confident that you can do it because I told you last time we talked. I was watching some videos on the uh, FOA YouTube channel, and I saw you up there singing. Mm-hmm. So, if you're willing to get up on stage and sing. Surely you can get on here and talk with us.
6: Oh, absolutely. This is a piece of cake, really. <laughs>
1: so, um a couple of things that you guys are doing at FOA, you know, we talk a lot about um really how you're trying to bring the arts to so many different people, to uh, people who love the arts and theater and who want to learn different things about the arts and you're also trying to reach out to people who might not have found what their deal is. You know, all of us have a certain thing that we enjoy that we're good at and sometimes it's all about untapped potential and that's why FOA Jonesboro is there to say hey come on down and let's see what you're good at let's see something that can help you blossom as a person.
6: Yes, everyone has some sort of creative, you know, ability, you know, uh, and and we offer so many different outlets for people to discover those and what's really fun to me is I can come to see a community theater show there and see my dentist up on the stage or, you know, the, the, a teacher from the you know, one of your kids' teachers or, you know, anybody, anybody can come do this. And so it's just really cool to see everybody come do this and show that, yes, you really can do that, you know.
1: So a couple of things that we've, uh, we've heard on the radio over the last uh, couple of weeks is the event NEA's got talent because we know there are so many talented people across Northeast Arkansas and mm-hmm. basically FOA is giving them the stage to go out and to perform and to compete and to win and, it sounds like a really fun deal you guys have been doing.
6: Yes, we've got actually got that coming up this month. And um, we uh, just yesterday decided to extend the deadline. We're going to be announcing that later on this morning on our Facebook page. Okay. But um, the new uh, deadline to register to be a participant is July 12th. So uh, by the end of the day, you can come by um, our box office at the Forum and register to take part if you uh, have a special talent. We're accepting local singers, dancers, musicians, um, and it could be solo or group. And we're um, doing that through the 12th, accepting the registrations, $25 registration fee. And then we're having the event itself on July 15th at the Forum Theater. So you actually get the chance to come perform on the Forum stage for a panel of judges. And um, they, between that and the crowd favorite, you know, the crowd can vote as well. We'll have two different winners. We'll have a crowd favorite and a judge's choice. So So that gives everybody an opportunity.
0: If you were to enter the talent show, what talent would you uh, show everyone? I would
1: probably sing. I I would probably sing maybe some classic Kenny Rogers or something. Oh, (laughs) some islands in the stream maybe. Yeah. Meredith, does does anybody ever jump up there and do any classic Kenny Rogers on the forum stage? (laughs) I don't know
6: if we've had that one yet, so I absolutely think you should register and come be the first. Well, I, I would I would pay to see that. Brandon, I'd pay all the dollar votes.
0: You there could you so get fan favorite. I could
7: yeah.
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> but
7: I think I think I, that's I, I believe that. Yeah.
1: That's what's so great about this event is um this is about yes, of course you have the chance to win, but this really is a chance just to get up and to have a good time. Yeah. And so many of us love the idea of getting up on stage and and getting over that fear because for some people you know stage frights are a real deal or performing in front of a crowd is a is a real intimidating thing but like you get up there oh, and yeah. you, you have the chance just to sing and then once you realize that freedom and that you get the reaction yeah. you live for those moments and that reaction and performing
6: absolutely and then you know once once we have that prelims on July 15th we're going to come back in a couple weeks after that and let them have the finals to have a grand prize winner and um, that person will then get to come open for an FOA production, a future production, and then um, also perform their winning song and also get a free pass to our entire season of um, our First Friday Concert Series to come oh, see nice. other local musicians perform. I'm
1: going to have to try out. Yeah. We have a lot of really talented people in this area and we're seeing that more and more as time goes on. You know, so many people have these different skills and now they have platforms to show them. And that's one of the things about FOA Jonesboro. Again, that's NEA's Got Talent. Uh, The deadline to register is coming up on July the 12th. And Meredith, I guess for more information, you mentioned the Facebook page. Uh, Does the website have information on that too?
6: Yes, you can go to foajonesboro.org to register or read more about the event. Um, so absolutely, you can learn it uh, through that or call us at 935-2726 if there are any questions you have.
1: also saw a deal you guys are doing Aladdin Kids. Tell me about that.
6: Um, we, yes, we've got our um, uh, Young Artist Theater group who have been working uh, this month on putting, putting on a show. It's actually a camp it's an intensive, so it's a camp during the day and rehearsals in the after evenings, afternoons, where they um, work on a per, actual production. They put it on the, the theater stage and get to do it at the end of their camp. So I think that's a really cool experience we do each summer for the kids. Um, but that will be the performances for the public will be July 30th uh, at 6 p.m. and July 31st on the Saturday we'll have two performances: a two o'clock matinee and a 6 p.m. performance as well. So that's a great one for families because it's kind of tailored it's a, it's a short sorry my dog is barking at a car driving by <laughs> um, it's a shorter version of the show um so you know kids can kind of sit through it and enjoy it and um you know parents usually enjoy that as
1: well <laughs> you can you can find the artist in yourself and check out your the artists in your community as well when you support foa jonesboro foajonesboro.org to find out more about NEA's Got Talent and the intensive uh for the kids with Aladdin and Meredith, great job as always. And uh, for a last minute guest, that worked out pretty well.
6: Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me anytime.
2: (laughs) All right. Have a great morning.
6: All right. You too.
2: You're listening to Brandon Baxter in the morning,
0: right here
2: on the big 107.9 K-Fine. And this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. Counseling Services. i right,
1: joined this morning by our buddy and our pal and somebody we haven't had the chance to connect with in a minute. Don Lair joins us back on the show this morning from Families, Inc. Counseling Services. Don, how are you, my friend?
7: I am so good, and I have missed you guys. We miss I'm you, I'm ready too. for a big old hug one of these days when I can finally see you.
1: Has it been a year since we've actually seen you in yeah. person? Yeah.
7: I don't even know that we've seen each other in person because I was actually thinking about it. I probably haven't been on the show since last year at this wow. same time when I was promoting Back to School Bash. Wow. I don't I, I don't think we've seen each other. We, you know, of course, we're Facebook friends and Instagram friends. And I'm telling you, I see you guys in all your glory in so many interesting ways sometimes. <laughs> that I, I just I mean, I'm like who are my friends? I don't know for sure. Yeah. Y'all are crazy. You know, love it's, y'all.
1: it's well, we love you too. And, and, and really the, the idea of, of this show and the partnership that we developed, uh, started, you know, many years ago and, in a room there at Family Inc up on the third or fourth floor. Where yeah, we, 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 were, uh-huh. we were kicking around some different ideas and, uh, you know, who knew that friendships were going to come out of it and between you and, you know, your team at Family Inc really. Um, and I want to brag on everybody cause we, we talk with a lot of different people from your team. Uh, the idea that you guys were able to still function throughout a pandemic in a time where so many people literally had different needs and maybe things popped up in their lives and sadness and depression and anxiety, um, because we, um, so many of us dealt with that, you know, with the loss of people or the fear of sickness and displacement from jobs. And you guys were there every step of the way trying to evolve your business and find a way to keep providing help for people in a day and age where mental health is, is such a big topic. And I think Families Inc. needs to be commended for the work that you guys did to evolve throughout the pandemic.
7: Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm really um, happy that we were able to very quickly to pivot to telehealth with so many of our folks. We've I'm not aware of a single person ever coming into our building and, you know, catching something because it wasn't there. I mean, we we have had the mask mandate going since um, March of last year and temperature checks until just July 1st. I mean, we have been rigid about it um, and and, um, our folks have they've been able to go into the schools and follow the school's mandate. And but they for the longest time they weren't able to go into the homes any longer. Right. Um and we set it up where they could go. We got these little kits. We made up these kits. So it's a family zinc um fabric bag. Not just the cool plastic bag, but the fabric bag. Come on and now. <laughs> um it had temper it had thermometers in it, um or it has thermometers, gloves, white masks, I mean, all the things that we needed to keep them safe. And yeah. so, and we've had good luck with that. And we were just happy that we had great leadership that was able to um, keep us safe. So we're thrilled that we're still here. You know, I didn't miss a single day. It's funny. Um, So many people talk about working from home. And I was teasing about being home now and not ready for work yet. But literally, almost all of us went in every day. And the therapists primarily worked from home mm-hmm. um, on doing telehealth, but the rest of administration and support staff were all there every day.
1: Yeah, a lot of us were too. There were a few people here who had to quarantine at different points. But even when uh, we had contact tracing and, and I had to quarantine and Kelly had to quarantine at different points, but we still got a show done. And one of us was in the studio. I mean, we've been here the whole time and... Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. we've been we've been fortunate in some ways like that. Our family and I know you know this because we've discussed yes. it in the past.
7: I said prayers for you guys.
1: Yeah, I mean. I, so. I appreciate that cuz we've been through some stuff and you know, um still we're still dealing with that I think in in many ways because is getting better but they're still lost and you know, you're we were dealing with two people who who were sick and now all of a sudden we're dealing with one person who's recovering and one person who's no longer with us. And with that yeah. causes grief, anxiety, fear and I think that's something that so many of us have seen, and I love the fact that mental health is much more talked about now than it was five years ago, much less ten or fifteen or twenty years ago when it was such a stigma. And I'm not—I think everybody is doing a better job at saying, "Hey, we're all we're all humans. We all have different things, and we're all affected in different ways by different things." And the idea that mental health is talked about so much, I think, is great because if you need somebody to talk to, Families Inc. Counseling Service is there and all throughout this region.
7: Absolutely, and we're going to continue to be. So we want to be the partner that we need to be. This summer we have lots of um, school um, group programs going, or summer school programs going, um, groups that we're working with our kiddos still. We do that with a lot of the schools that we're in, and um, so we're still being able to do all those kinds of things, and um, it's just a privilege. I was very tickled that we were were able to have Dr. Watson on several times Uh on your show to talk about, the um, different effects of COVID mentally um, and how to kind of work with your kiddos and help them to understand what was going on. I mean, didn't she, didn't she just do a phenomenal job with that? No, she's, she's the best.
1: Of, She's yeah. tremendous. She really is. And we brag on her all the time to her and, uh, I think you should take it all the way up the flagpole mm-hmm. to your entire company. You know, oh, she absolutely. does a great we job. We talk
7: about it all the time, but I'm telling you, I'm sending you a bill, mister, because you've been getting free services <laughs> know, for all sure. year long.
1: <laughs> You're right. No, I, And I, we talked about this last time that uh, Dr. Watson was on. Literally, when we started talking about this and we started it with Hayden Huckabee and, and then we kind of got to Dana and, and different members of your team. Um, I feel like, and this is so crazy. My almost weekly sessions with you guys publicly have made it to where <laughs> yeah. I, I have so much less anxiety in my life. I have Aww. so much less worry. And I think it's because I realized that it was so normal. Uh, and you guys helped me normalize that. And now I try to take what I've learned from your team, uh, into my own home and try to convince Leslie and Kai Hey, this isn't something to worry about. We can't change some of the things that are happening. All we can do is adapt to them and get better and grow and I think a lot of that absolutely. comes from me learning from y'all.
7: Absolutely. Well, we're thrilled that we were able to do that for you, but still I'm sending the bill. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm not Send sure. That,
1: I'm not sure. That's <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: hey,
1: one thing before we let you go today, I wanted to mention okay. you guys have done the back to school bash for a lot of years now, and that looks Seven. like it's, it, it's be the
7: seventh year. Yeah, you're,
1: you're ramping up for it again, right?
7: Yes, absolutely. Um, this is our seventh year. We, we started this because we had so many of our own, um, clinical staff that was concerned about their clients and, and their families being able to afford to do backpacks for their kids, and we were able to make it nice and cool and big for for the last. I mean, for many years, um, but and always given about 400 backpacks, hair, um, uh, um, haircuts. All I mean, it just got bigger and bigger every year, and we loved it. And of course, getting covered, you know, everything is then COVID. Right. And, um, but last year we did a drive-through distribution and we were able to keep everybody safe that way. And because our, our program is usually so big and it is contained in this one very large space that family, um, fellowship Baptist church, it's the grace, to um, allow us to use it. It's still a lot of very close contact and we're just didn't feel comfortable about doing that again. So it is going to be drive through distribution again mm-hmm. this year. It is going to be Saturday, August the 7th from 9 to 11 or until all the backpacks are gone and um, if before if it's before 11. But it is the Mid-Family Fellowship Baptist Church, which is over on um, Highway 351. The exact address is 2441 Old Greensboro Road. And so these are pre-assembled backpacks, so we haven't even touched anything inside them. And so it's another way to keep everyone safe. So everyone um, that—all the children that come, we do need them to, to come with their parents or guardians in their car, and we'll distribute the backpacks according to what age they are and, um, and then give them a little, some little giveaways, too. But we hope that everybody wants to come back out. We, we want to be able to do this for folks. And so um, about 400 backpacks wow. on August the 7th from 9 till 11 or until all distributed will be given away.
1: That's tremendous. Mm-hmm. And the idea that you guys are there giving back to the community and, and you do that in so many different ways throughout the year, but it's the back to school bash, August 7th, nine until 11. Don, if people want to grab more information or they want to share that information with somebody that they think might uh, have use for that, is there a spot they can go to get more information?
7: Yes. I would encourage him to go to our family zinc counseling services, um, Facebook page. There's a flyer on there. I'll repost it again today. Um, just so we so keep it current. Um, we do have wonderful sponsors um, that have helped us to afford to do this. And so we will be um, posting those sponsors as well, and I encourage everyone to look at that. But, yes, go to our web- our Facebook page, and we also are on Instagram, Family Inc. Counseling Services.
1: And I do want to say, because I follow that Instagram account, I often like the stuff that you guys post because Mm -hmm. it's those little pick me ups throughout the Mm -hmm. day that I'm like, if you just need to refocus your brain just a little bit, or maybe you're kind of down and you read something, uh, sometimes it can shift your focus and that's a good follow on Instagram too. Well,
7: that's great. I appreciate you saying that Deshauna DeFord, who is our HR, um, coordinator, she is, that's her thing. Um, the quotes that you see are hers. Um, and she does, she plans ahead. She she, um, she schedules them. She's so great about doing that. And and then we have our um, our advertising agency that we have long-time groups that we've worked with, PLES, that also helps us with that. Yep. And so we just love the content that we're able to put out. I do encourage everyone to go there.
1: There you go. It's Family Inc. Counseling Services and our buddy, Don Lair. And as always, we appreciate you and your time and your team. And um, we look forward to seeing you again, maybe in person at some point soon.
7: Sounds great. Love you guys. Right. Love you, you Have too, a great don't. day. Bye. You're listening
2: to Brandon Baxter in the Morning right here on the Big 1079 K Fine. And this is the K Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families Inc. Counseling Services.
1: We're joined this morning by the man you need. He is Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care, man's best friend, our best friend, and the veterinarian of choice of the Brandon Baxter in the Morning radio program. Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care. Find out more at vet care.com and vet care Jonesboro on Facebook. Hey, Doc, what's up?
4: Oh, just starting the morning again.
1: So, we kind of talked to you before last week, uh, or before last weekend. We talked about the 4th of July and all the boardings you were going to have, all the animals that were going to get to stay in the plush facilities of vet care. How did that turn out for you when you had all these animals getting in there?
4: We ended up, yeah, it was a hectic weekend. We ended up with a little over 60 animals, and the majority have gone home. Some of them, of course, I think families' vacations started the weekend and are extending through the week, so we still have some... Some hanger-ons that are going to not go home till this weekend, and of course more have come in, and several of our come in this morning. You know, this is just a busy time of the year for for uh, short trips or week-long vacations or whatever. And so, you know, our boarding fortunately has been really on an uptick since all last year was pretty much down to minimal, just yeah. kind of uh, mandatory trips, and since no one was really taking vacations. So, you know, we're really happy and excited about that.
1: So now that we're at a point where temperatures are pretty much every afternoon going to be up in the 90s, what are the main concerns with our pets as we see these temperatures getting like that?
4: Yeah, this this type of weather we're having uh, this week, you know, with the high temperatures, high humidity, you know, that's an ideal, you know, it's a perfect storm for uh, potential heat exhaustion or even heat strokes. and. You know, it's just, if, if there's any way possible, try to keep your pet inside. You know, it's already very, very warm and humid out, and uh, it's not even 9 o'clock, so, you know, those temperatures are going to soar throughout the day. Uh, if they have to stay outside, make sure they have a place that's shady. You know, even if you can put a fan out out there to, you know, at least provide some air circulation as a cooling mechanism. And the most important thing is make sure they have plenty of access to water. If you just got a little bowl, you know, put out several bowls or get a big bucket or something because all it takes is for a a dog to knock over their water bowl and if you can't check on them until uh, you get home from work this evening you know they they could definitely be a candidate to have a potential heat stroke
1: so cuz we have different sizes of dogs the german shepherd is a giant german shepherd than the little cavalier king charles spaniels which ones are more prone to to feeling the effects of the heat the bigger dog who has a thicker hair or the smaller dog because of just less body size
4: you know i think the bigger dogs with long hair coats uh you know we do know there's there's um um There's some risk factors, the very obese dogs, um, you know, can definitely have have a harder time uh, with the heat, Uh, brachycephalic breeds, we've talked about that before, these would be like the English Bulldogs, Boston Terriers, uh, anything with a shortened face, kind of a smashed in face and a shortened nose, they're going to be more prone to to uh, heat-related issues. And uh you know very old you know old or debilitated dogs you know that just may not have the um the strength or energy to get around and get out of the heat uh or they can't get up you know if they have arthritis, they have a difficulty time you know arising that that could cause some issues, but you know if at all possible, try to keep them if you've got a storage a storage room or a garage that's that's cooler um and like I said, provide some air circulation with a fan. Um, you know, anything like that will help, help decrease the potential risk. Uh, it's always there. It, um uh, I've mentioned this before when we talked about heat related, uh, issues, but, you know, a dog could go out and, uh, get worked up. Say there's a dog next door, uh, you know, to the fence. And if they out there barking and, you know, trying to get at that dog for 10 or 15 minutes in this kind of temperature and humidity, you know, they can basically overwhelm their cooling mechanism, which in dogs is mainly and primarily the only way is by panning. And, uh, you know, they just overwhelm that, uh, cooling, uh, mechanism, uh, for their body. And within 10 or 15 minutes, they could be in, in this severe distress.
1: Well, that becomes, you know, obviously the preventative maintenance is much better than to have to go in in the situation where the dog is is suffering the effects of the heat because then when they come to you with the emergency situation, I mean, it just seems to make a whole lot more sense to go in and just take care of the, those needs right off the bat as opposed to having to wait until something bad happens.
4: Definitely. Prevention is the key here because, uh, you know, we just had a dog. It wasn't necessarily heat-related, but it was similar to a heat stroke uh, two or three weeks ago. And the dog came in and had almost 106-degree temperature. And, you know, we immediately started cooling it down. And fortunately, within about five minutes, it was down to 102, which is in the normal range. And, you know, we started this dog on IV fluids. Uh, And fortunately, it was able to make a recovery, didn't uh, suffer any ill effects from, from that high temperature. And, you know, the owners were very good in getting it in as soon as they recognized it was, you know, having some trouble, and that's the key to treating a heat stroke: is, you know, early, you know, early recognition. Cool them at home if you can. You know, run, run the cool water hose over them, and then immediately get them, you know, to a veterinary facility um, to, you know, assess the temperature and try to decrease, you know, that with even more cooling methods and, um, you know, supporting treatment. But a lot of these can have just very you know, very devastating outcomes because uh, high body temperature for even a short period of time affects so many of the organ systems, the central nervous system, the kidneys, the GI tract, um, the blood clotting uh, mechanism. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, we do have a lot of uh, fatalities from some of these severe heat stroke cases.
1: So a lot of us probably grilled out over the course of the, the 4th of July weekend and um, so do mosquitoes I mean Arkansas it's like the state bird is the mosquito and then there's flies and all the different stuff that come around food um, do those types of pests bother dogs or do they do they leave them alone
4: oh yeah the um, you know mosquitoes um, I know one study was done this was by a company that was actually um, doing some uh, work on on uh, it was one of the companies that um, has a heartworm preventive, preventative, and they were doing some work here in Jonesboro a few years ago, and they determined that some of these dogs outside, especially in the heavy mosquito areas, maybe by the flooded um, crop fields, uh, some of these dogs experience 300 to 500 mosquito bites in an evening, oh, wow. and if you can imagine that, uh, how that feels. Um, Plus the, you know, the transmission of the heartworms, you know, which is our our big issue here with mosquitoes and dogs. And just the physical discomfort. Um, Flies, you know, are real bad right now. And we've seen several um, dogs with fly strike. It commonly affects the tips. If they have erect ears, it kind of affects the the flies' bite on the the very tips of their ears. If the dog has some pendulous ears, that kind of fold over. Right at that fold on, at the base of the ear, the flies will bite that, and it leaves a little drop of blood, which that blood and moisture attracts more flies. And all of a sudden, they've just got um, a, just a raw area that almost looks like ground beef on their ears. From the flies biting them. And, um, of course, they can get a secondary infection. You know, there's several good products that can, that can be applied that actually repel mosquitoes and flies. And, uh, you know, if you've got a, a pet that has to stay outside, uh, we see this more in dogs, but, um, you know, use, try to get a product that you can do that because just think how miserable they are, not only with the humidity and heat, But then you've got mosquitoes or flies biting them continually. And, uh, you know, it's not much of a lot for a dog that has to stay outside in this kind of conditions.
1: Always great advice from the man you need. He is Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care. He is man's best friend, our best friend, and the veterinarian of choice of the Brandon Baxter in the morning radio program. Again, you can find out more at vet-care.com. And on Facebook, it is VetCare Jonesboro. Dr. Reed, we appreciate the work you do, and we'll talk to you again next week.
4: Hey, you guys stay cool today. All right, we'll try, man. Have a good week. All right, you too. You're listening to
2: Brandon Baxter in the Morning.
0: Right here.
2: On the Big 107.9 K-Fine. And this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Powered by Families, Inc. Counseling Services. All
1: right, joined this morning by Lindsay Wingo of the Downtown Jonesboro Alliance. As uh, we describe her among our team, one of the best smelling guests we've ever met. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Wingo, (laughs) what's up this morning?
5: Oh, always good to talk to you. How are you doing? We're getting back in the swing of things downtown, and that's very exciting that everything's picking back up and opening up.
1: You know, it's exciting for us too. We had the chance to to go downtown just a couple of weeks ago for uh, attention members and guests. The event at the Brick House with Adam Hambrick and just the idea that we got to see people that we haven't seen in the last couple of years—that was so neat to be out in public and to have people around us. And uh, you know, we've kind of been trapped in the studio for the most part, except for you know going to the grocery store. That's really all we've done. And now it feels like things are coming back alive.
5: Yes, that was a great event. Um, I really enjoyed him. He's such a good singer.
1: No, Super talented. Again, Adam Hambrick, and uh, we're working on something to bring him back here uh, not too far in the future as well. So uh, we'll have more of that coming up. But really what we want to talk to you about with the Downtown Jonesboro Alliance is you're always looking for ways to uh, recreate and to revamp and to make Downtown Jonesboro more inviting, not only for the people who, who live in the city, but also for people who travel in uh, throughout the weekend on the weekends. Uh, And the next step of something that you're working on is really about um, safety and beautification. And I love the idea of what you're going for here.
5: Yes, we are so excited. We're starting a new campaign called Make It Your Own. Uh, Luckily, downtown, we feel like, is the cultural hub for our community. Mm -hmm. And we realize that downtown is something different for everyone. Um, So we really want to give the community a... To be involved in downtown, and we're really focusing on our alleyways this year. So uh, we have gotten grant money from Main Street Arkansas, and we've already invested over ten thousand dollars worth of lighting for our alleyways. And now we're really working on the art. So the city of Jonesboro has been gracious enough to donate trash con- new trash containers for all of our alleys, mm-hmm. um, and we have a sign up an application where you can either apply to paint art on a trash container, um, or you can apply to paint a mural. And we have all the supplies have uh, been donated by Ace Hardware. And so we're just looking for hands and labor. Wow.
1: That's neat too, because the idea, you know, when you go down and I see some of those murals on the walls downtown, it's, they catch your eye and it it tells a story. And I think the idea of, of, kind of reinventing those alleyways because those alleyways are, I mean, we shot a music video back in those alleyways, back in the, uh, in the early to mid two thousands. Uh, my further down video was in the alleys of downtown Jonesboro. So the idea of kind of getting those, um, I guess just better looking mm-hmm. the beautification of those and, and more safety. I think that's really smart as people are trying to find more stuff downtown.
5: Yes, we're just showing them a little love.
1: You know, I talked to a buddy of mine who um, had lived in a neighborhood for, for many, many years, and he was like, man, we just moved downtown into a loft, and we love it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think sometimes we forget that, yeah, there's all these businesses down there, and there's restaurants down there, and there's all these different things, but there's a bunch of people who live in that downtown area as well and need to be able to get through those alleyways.
5: Yes, there's we have a very large group of residential um downtowners and so that's a large part of the reason why we feel like it's so important to focus on the alleyways along with the businesses and then just our visitors whether it's everyday visitors or um, out-of-town visitors it's definitely a pedestrian friendly area and Mm -hmm. so it's important that wherever you're walking downtown is um, a nice inviting place to walk a safe place to walk and we want it to be interesting with the art that we're adding.
1: I love that. So if people want to find out more about uh, how to do the murals and the trash cans, what's the best spot to get information on that?
5: Check out our Facebook page, Downtown Jonesboro Alliance, our website, downtownjohnsboro.com, where you can email me at info at downtownjohnsboro.com.
1: Again, Lindsey Wingo joins us on the phone this morning. Um, I, I do have a question about downtown because the other day we had this debate. We had the big uh, K-Fine monster truck. We were going to drive to Adam Hambrick. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I was hoping that there were going to be like there was going to be room for me just to pull forward into a spot in front of the Brick okay. House, but there wasn't. There was one parking spot available, um, and how many times did I circle the block? Seven probably seven times and then we just parked in the big parking lot down there at the end of the street. Are you good at parallel parking?
5: I have gotten good since I've worked downtown.
1: Yeah, she you have to. So next time we come downtown, can I call you to parallel park the truck?
5: The K5 truck. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Lindsay it was so embarrassing because we had pulled up at the brick house and they're, you know, they're looking at the door and they're seeing that we're there <laughs> and then we left. And then we left again and we left uh-huh. again and David oh and Kelly gosh. they kept going, "Will you, you just pulled
2: park- around
5: in the parking lot over by like Bus City. You
1: yeah. know, where you can
5: still see it from the road?"
1: Well, okay. But now she's chastising me. also in mean. alley. <laughs> she's also- <laughs> You should have
5: just called me, actually. Next time I- I'm calling
1: you to fix it, okay? Okay. Hey, what are some of the other things, uh, real quick before we let you go, uh, obviously um, some of the stuff going on downtown, um, <clears throat> because you're down there every day, you see some of it. Uh, what are some of the new things happening downtown that we should know about as far as, as consumers and people who want to, to come down and maybe have something to eat or, or any of those things? What are some of the new things and exciting things that you're seeing?
5: Uh, well, we just opened up two new coffee shops. So Shadrax opened up a location downtown. And also we um, got a new coffee shop in the University Loft, which is also on Union Street. Yeah. And it's called Grounded. And they're both awesome. We're so excited to have that downtown. So we're loving that. Um, they're also, and y'all may be advertising this already, this is not a DJ event. But we are having it downtown, um, and that's local fest, and it's the weekend of July seventeenth. And there's going to be a lot of live music downtown. That's supposed to be great.
2: Awesome.
5: Uh, We have stuff going on every single week, so uh, be sure and sign up for our text box. We send that out every week, and we also post it on our Facebook page. And if you want to get the updates, we have a day-by-day calendar. We send it out every Tuesday, and just text your first and last name to eight seven zero. 919-6176. Nine one nine six one seven six, And that will list everything going on downtown for the week, all live music, any event, and then also food and beverage specials wow. and discounts.
1: That's really awesome. Again, the text number is eight seven zero nine one nine sixty one seventy six. And Lindsay Wingo yes. joins us from the downtown Jonesboro Alliance. And as always, it's great to talk to you.
5: Yes, you too.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc.
5: We'll get back to the show.
2: Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry.
1: All right, so joined this morning by Jeff Moore of Jonesboro Animal Control. Jeff, how are you this morning?
3: I'm great. How are you guys doing this morning?
1: We're good. We're good, and uh, I thought you know probably this time of year is is a great time to reach out to you. And and number one, of course, we're going to talk about animals and adoptions and all of that, but I think safety is important. One of the things animal control likes to let people know is it's not a good idea to leave your pets in your car ever, but especially when it's going to be as warm as it has been uh, the last few weeks.
3: Yeah, this this time of year, it's it's super dangerous for the dogs to leave your dogs in your vehicle. If you're going to make sure you're leaving your air conditioner on, where the dogs can stay cool, that they have fresh water. Well, and some people some people have the
1: misconception that if they roll the window down and they run into the grocery store for five minutes, seven minutes, whatever, everything's going to be okay. But you guys have gone out there and done the testing, and those vehicles heat up so fast.
3: Yeah, rolling the windows down really is very little help. Uh, it really doesn't make enough of a difference to, to Matt. It's just, I mean, you, you can. all you have to do is sit in the vehicle and do it yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, would you leave your child out there in the vehicle like that? And if the answer is no, I don't think it's probably the best time to do that. It's the same thing for your pets.
3: Right.
1: So adoption-wise, uh, you know, sometimes in the summer we hear that that more animals are out and they get out and they escape and they go for these, uh, you know, joy runs and walks and stuff like that. And unfortunately <laughs> they end up uh, coming to animal control, which is great because you guys can take care of them, but there's animals who are displaced and need homes.
3: Exactly. We've always, we always have animals that are looking for homes.
1: So if we were to uh, walk through the kennels today, uh, are you guys really busy? Are you packed with animals that need homes?
3: We are absolutely full. Wow. We. It's it's been and I don't know if it's been from you know the, everybody being home and now there's a little more freedom, but some some of the dogs have found a little more freedom, so we picked up a lot more dogs than than we normally. Do. So,
1: is there any dogs that we should we should focus on today? Because Kelly's going through the Facebook page, and you guys again we we talk about this often with you. You do a great job on Facebook mm-hmm. of of showing the animals, and people can go and follow your page and. They can see the animals as soon as they're available for adoption or dogs that are lost. But are there any that kind of stand out as like, hey, these dogs need homes, uh, need homes
3: today? Oh, there's a list of them, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we have a few back there. If you look through some of the bigger dogs that we have back there and we have a, there's a couple of black labs that we have back there that are great dogs. It's just, uh, I'm, you know, I, I can't explain why people don't don't look at them. Yeah, that's because crazy. They're super, super good dogs.
1: Well, and every time I've gone through animal control, you know, you walk through there and you might have this idea of, hey, I'm looking for this. And all of a sudden you you realize there's this weird connection with you and this other animal and you you lock eyes with the animal and the way that the dog interacts with you. Um, you never really know what you're looking for until you walk through there and take a look at all those animals.
3: And a lot of times that's how it happens. It's kind of it's like being love struck.
1: Yeah. So, if people wanted to do the adoption stuff and they want to kind of just walk through the kennels out there, uh, I know with COVID you changed your hours. Are you guys still operating under different hours or different circumstances than what you would have a couple of years ago?
3: Well, our, our hours are our hours are back to normal, but we're still doing appointments okay. to keep from having a lot of people in appear at the same time. So, if you if people want to if you want to look on Facebook and see some dogs that you're interested in meeting and then just give us a call and we'll set up an appointment and see if we can get everybody together for a for a play day. And I guess the
1: best thing we can say is if you're in the market for a new animal, maybe you want to have a new dog, a new best friend, a new companion, somebody who is happy every single time you walk into the house, uh, a new dog, a new puppy is an amazing thing to have. And it brings so much joy to so many people to have uh, that tail wagon when they walk home, you know?
3: Well, you you can walk in the door, and your dog's not going to care when the last time is you mowed the yard. Exactly. <laughs> your, your dog's going to love you anyway.
1: Yep. Or how much money's in the bank, or or like what Kelly says, what she smells like when she gets home. Oh
0: my gosh!
1: Wow. <laughs> so again, you can yeah, search. It, it doesn't
3: matter. And the best thing about dogs is, is you can tell them every. They never tell your secrets. Ooh, you that can is, tell them all your secrets, and they don't tell anybody.
1: There you go, man's best friend, right there. Also, uh, Jeff Moore, Jonesboro Animal Control, joins us this morning. And if you want to follow Animal Control, the Jonesboro Animal Control page on Facebook. Again, you can check out all the the uh, dogs that are available for adoption right now. And Jeff, we appreciate your time this morning,
3: man. Hey, I appreciate you guys. You guys have a good day. Brandon Baxter in the morning.
1: Don't forget our podcast. You can always check out the podcast. It is the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Also, our socials on Instagram and on Facebook you can follow me at Simple Brandon Baxter in the morning
0: on Instagram. You can find me Kelly Perry on the radio or on Facebook, Kelly Brook Perry.
1: So my most recent post is uh, our photos from the gym. We uh, went out to work out anytime and mm-hmm. at Hilltop and family photos of us getting ready to go and work out. And uh, you know, that's, my favorite one is when you and Kai are in the. Um,
0: they look like little cars, but they're not cars. It's but that's what it looks like.
1: Infrared saunas. Okay. Mine was up at around, probably at this point, around 115 degrees. Yeah. And it felt so what good. What did Kai think? Oh, he loved it. Yeah. He, I'm like, Kai, we got to go because the time was about to run out. And he's like, Dad, I want to stay. He got to do the hydro massage. He got to do all the pleasure stuff. Right. Yeah. And I did most of the workout. Hmm. So anyway, he did this uh, this thing on the bike right here. Yeah, It's like a little bit of cardio, but he, it's a coin game where he's riding the bike and pedaling and the faster he pedals, the faster the bike goes on the game screen. It's like oh. a video game, but you're going for coins, So you're turning as well. It's a way to be fit and play games. That's cool. So, uh, anyway, that picture's up. If you want to check out our stuff from workout anytime, they're really nice to us. And if you're looking for a gym, I know a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I've gained weight during the pandemic. It's a great spot to go. It really is hilltop. And they're going to have a new location on Southwest drive in Parker coming up pretty soon too. So anyway, Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight?
0: Marvel Studios Legends Black Widow on Disney Plus. The movie hits theaters on fri- Friday. The Good, the Bart and the Loki on Disney Plus. A Marvel themed short from The Simpsons where Bart helps the Loki battle his enemies in Springfield. The fifth episode of Loki on Disney Plus. Game five of the Stan- Stanley Cup. The Tampa Bay Lightning hosts the Montreal Canadiens. The 23rd season of premiere, uh, premiere of Big Brother. The second season finale of Card Sharks and then tonight's schedule also includes Kung Fu in the Dark and the $100,000 Pyramid.
1: Hope you guys have a great day and we will talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.